0: what's up listeners it's andrea today any serious horse person has their own saddle we do not approve of this space buffet selection and
1: we ask the question
0: are we the hutch stay tuned
1: welcome to the tng podcast the number one place in the alpha quadrant to geek out about all things star trek the next generation i'm your co-host sharice
0: Hey, I'm your host, Andrea. Today, we're talking season six, episode 18, Starship Mine. This episode was written by Morgan Gendel and directed by Cliff Bull. On an evacuated enterprise, Picard plays a deadly game of cat and mouse with terrorists who want to steal explosive toxic waste from the warp core as a lethal beam sweeps the ship. Also, Data works on his small talk, which is hilarious. It's
1: such a great I episode. out loud at least three times during this episode. Like legitimately so was like, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my gosh! Like, what a good feeling for something to like shock you to the point where you laugh out loud." This episode was no chef's kiss. Amazing!
0: It re- this episode has everything. And like before we get further into our episode, Sharise and I were talking actually just last night, and we were talking about how like you know is does Star Trek. Qualify as any part of comedy because it does have lighthearted moments. And it's like it's not comedy, but it does really have so many lighthearted moments that you need to kind of cut that tension anyway. But this is one of those episodes that has like a really funny thread that runs through and it's Mm -hmm. so delightful to watch.
1: Yes. And along with watching this amazing episode, we have a special guest here with us, which is so fun because we don't do that that often. And we are just super duper excited about this guest. Um, we want to welcome our special guest who is a longtime listener of our show and a super fan of TNG. Welcome to the show, Jeffrey.
2: Thank you so much. Um, what a, I'm so thrilled to be here. Um.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I have two questions for you one. One, how did you get into TNG? And two, who's your favorite character and why?
2: Okay, so I probably have a different answer than maybe other people you've asked. I didn't get into TNG until the pandemic kind of came along. My parents... Wow! I, right? I know. Super I recent.
1: I so surprised
2: because I'm such a super fan right I well but that's you know it's like converts it's like you know you get into something later and you're just like so gung-ho um, yeah. <laughs> but my my parents were really into it I suppose as children looking back I remember that my mother had a uh Star Trek the motion picture poster in her office which that I love so good right well but just the rainbows you know in a little yeah, poor yeah, kid. Yeah. I was like oh rainbows in mommy's office and I didn't really connect it you know until many years mm. later but they took us to see the movies um the next generation movies in the theater when they they came out i remember vividly seeing generations um in the theaters and i really Mm -hmm. enjoyed those movies
1: russ was in by the way uh, yeah Mm -hmm.
2: well and uh, to bring it right back right um and when the pandemic happened i watched those movies again and then i was like you know there's seven years of a television show with this cast that you love, why have you never watched it? And, uh, I answered myself as I often do. Uh, uh you know, there's no reason. And so I started watching it and it was just, uh, now I've been through it I think four or five times and
1: oh, that's it led amazing. me into,
2: yeah, it led me into DS9. It led me into Voyager. It led me into Discovery, Strange New mm-hmm. Worlds. You know, I'm very mm-hmm. much trying to keep up with them mm-hmm. too, but, um,
0: That's a lot of content to take in in a short amount of time. So
2: much. But I mean, gosh, we had the time, didn't we? We
1: did. We had had a little bit of time on our hands. We had
2: had the time. So, um, yeah, it was just like this really awesome sort of, you know companion and i play um i play a silly game uh, star trek fleet command on my phone that i have told a very select amount of friends in the game that i'm doing this and so this is calling you guys out server 17
1: <laughs> shout out shout out yeah
2: especially to um bagger vance which is his screen name it's not his i don't know his. Oh, name, okay but uh Yay! But he's my favorite so
0: Okay. (laughs) Well, okay. So who's your favorite, um, character,
2: favorite character. Oh, that is so hard. I mean, my immediate like go-to answer of course is going to be a troy i think mm-hmm. we've spoken before about yeah, like, yeah. and I, one of the reasons that i love her is that she is like sort of polarizing people either like love her or hate her there yeah. isn't really like a lot in the middle but i just find her character to be really dynamic and per- you have to follow her through to ds9 really mm-hmm. because there isn't there is some really awesome development particularly with the with another episode that we'll discuss on another time um but uh I feel like really when you get into DS9 and you see her relationship with Odo and just like how she continues to develop, it's just, I love, I love a dynamic character like that. And yeah, she, she's also just, you know, over the top and gorgeous and glamorous and fantastic. But she
0: is the those, most extra character. She really is. But those waters,
2: they run so deep, you know, like it's, she's got all that frivolity, but there's like, so we talked about the Timison episode, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. she just, she, she she hits all those.
1: She has a lot of layers.
2: Yeah, and she 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 hits all of them for me.
1: Yeah, you know, we've heard that before from other past guests and from friends that once you get through DS9 and you see who she is, she becomes like one of your favorite characters because her development is really oh, that's amazing. strong and, and you see more as- aspects of her. I will say on TNG, you just get little hints that there's something deeper sometimes like the Timson episode, but mostly you just get this like shallow super annoying woman who's go- gorgeous. don't get me wrong. but um <laughs> right. you know she's she's got a really big personality, which is amazing. but she's also kind of like just in people's business. she's just she's annoying. But later on, she gets deeper. And I think the same thing with O'Brien, who is <laughs> kind of useless in Tng. And so freaking clutch in Deep Space Nine. Right. And Keiko is like so clutch. She has such a huge role. She's starting a school and all these things versus you see her like two times watering the plants and making some tea. And like that's all she is. So I think there is something to be said about when you take it to another series and then just develop those characters, how they become so much more and so much different. And same thing with Worf. We've heard that, you know, he really expands in DS9. So oh, it's, the it's discussion really... of
2: Worf is so frustrating everybody wants to hate on him for being a lousy father and I'm just like I just can we talk about something else please <laughs> 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 he is a
0: lousy father but he so I awesome. hear that but, but there's also that like,
2: amazing I... scene when Alexander comes back in time and Worf literally mm-mm, says mm-mm. I would like to have an honorable death and the only way I can do that is for you to be true to yourself and follow yeah. the things that you believe yes yeah. literally yeah. started crying and called my father I was yeah. like Aww. hey
1: you've Such always been episode. that man for me
2: yeah, it was amazing. So yeah, like he layered a fr- again. He's got like who
1: like, you know, like many people do not like Alexander and he was talking about that episode. He was like, I didn't even like him when he came back in time. <laughs> <And> <laughs> he is him a such
2: kid. a little I didn't shit, like him right? As, as a child I didn't like him
1: a little weenie. Yeah, he's a very <laughs> trauma
0: informed little weenie but, but the, kill little those!
2: Weenie. Oh, yeah, the Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> All right, well anyway. Okay, so yeah so what are your initial thoughts jeffrey as our guest you get to start what are your initial thoughts going into starship mine
2: um so i love a good data episode and i feel like this is a really good data episode oh Um, is it ever (laughs) right um not that data ever gets like you know the fuzzy end of the lollipop and isn't paid attention to he gets lots of opportunities to shine um but this is a really excellent one i just love the entire like and they start out right with it you know in that turbo lift with picard like the Tem trying Mm -hmm. out small talk and it's this thread that continues throughout the the show and i just oh it's just uh brent spiner is just such a fantastic actor like Mm -hmm. who can say enough about him so i guess that my initial thoughts are while this episode is not about data I yep. think this is like a really amazing data episode, and mm-hmm. that's like what I, I, you know, I appreciate everything else about it. But I was like, this is a really awesome data episode.
1: Mm-hmm. So yeah, which kind of makes up for Birthright Part <clears throat> One, which is a really stupid data episode. <laughs> so this like washes our yeah. mind of that unnecessary filler episode yeah. of the season yeah. to give us some like meat. I feel like the last last week's episode, which was Birthright Part Two, was so meaty, and this week's mm-hmm. episode is also so meaty. Like Andre yeah. and I talked last so week. So about... much goes on in this. Yes, one. we talked about how last week's episode. Um, There wasn't a single second wasted. Every Mm -hmm. minute had some information in it. And I feel like this happened in this episode by a factor of two. Like every moment, every moment, every scene, every look has a purpose that you feel it does. There's nothing wasted. There's no one just kind of like, even those moments when they're sitting in the turbo lift and just staring at each other and it's awkward. Like that has a purpose because it's all yeah. about data small for a talk. That's a reason.
0: Yeah, It's, exactly. for reason.
1: it's not because they didn't have any dialogue. <laughs> you know, it's not just like right. it's like the faces the hall.
2: make it. You know, like mm, mm. <laughs> no, a hundred
0: percent, a hundred percent. I so feel that, um, Charisse. What are you, What are your initial thoughts? I mean, yeah, was that my, kind of part
1: my initial of it? <laughs> thoughts? It, it actually wasn't. That just came to me right now. But my initial thoughts was I didn't really remember a lot about this episode. Like I didn't remember the details. I remember it being action packed, but mm. um. And I remember liking it, but I just, I was kind of a blank on all of that. And then when I finished the episode, I was like, oh my gosh, this was so great. Like, why is this not burned into my memory every scene? Because I just, it was delicious. But yeah, my initial thoughts were like, I remember this being a lot of action and I remember liking it. And I remember like small talk and I remember Picard running around the ship.
0: And no. that's all I remember. Oh
1: I don't remember why, who, in was, jog we, purse. I I know we, <laughs> we
0: we talked about this. Where you're like Starship Mind, which one is that? And I was like, what? Which one is? It? It's the one, right? It's the one with the small talk. It's the one with Picard running around in a very sexy, like riding outfit, like being a cowboy by himself, like on the ship. There's a fucking very so great. That's like leaps
1: so great.
0: Totally, I was like, this episode has it all. Like, I love this episode so much. This is one of our. 25 top 10 right. <laughs> <laughs> this one's another one that's like I don't yes. want to say top 20 but Your, it's in our top know, 10 you like you
2: have like a top, you should just like the every episode is in the top <laughs> I know. what you should do is Aquiel just call Injustice out like the, the one should... exactly just everything is great but then we've got Aquiel
0: everything I else feel like, I feel like uh... it's now our mission how many episodes do we have left until we're done with the entire series like 35 yeah. every episode we do has to bash on Aquiel a little bit yeah
1: it's our new oh. low point it's our new low point point. and no. I don't think we're gonna top it until we get to that stupid episode in season seven with Worf's brother which I just think is dumb but even that one See, exactly, like see, they're making, You can't one. see, but they're making faces. Yeah, it's okay. like exactly. I know. But anytime one... you need
2: like a dumb sex crystal to advance the story, you know, <laughs> yeah, that this you know something's episode, gone, something's
1: gone terribly wrong. Yeah, yeah, something's <laughs> gone terribly wrong. <laughs> well, but, okay. This... What were your initial thoughts, though, Andrea?
0: So I just wrote like, oh, my God, I love this episode so much. It's got the small talk with Commander Hutchinson, which is so fun because it's you see so data funny. like mining the movements. Yeah. Call me Hutch. which is so fun. We've got a conspiracy. We've got Picard in riding pants and boots being a cowboy by himself. So we've got great. a deadly Baryon sweep. We've got an array like we've got, we've we've got this terrorists episode has running through it. the oh. ship.
1: We've got fist fisticuffs left and right. We've got fucking plasma torches, like that was awesome. a drawer full of phasers and sickbay for some reason. Like we've got like a freaking crossbow, uh, d- and he's dipping arrows in freaking poison. yes, with a poison <laughs> dipped great. crossbow on the Enterprise.
0: Also, we have we have sodium water explosion reactions and Tiff. are like this episode has fucking everything. <laughs> everything. I didn't. I didn't remember the arrows and I didn't remember the explosion, but this episode has it all. And it has actually a really awesome female counterpoint in Kelsey, yeah. where she's she's the leader of this terrorist group and she's smart. She's ruthless. She's fucking tough. She will not think twice about double crossing you like
1: it, or shoot you in the face. You just yeah, she is. She's like the She's the equal and opposite of Picard. And it's great. Just
0: boot you right into a berry on Sweetfield. Like, she's like all about
1: it. And I'm really glad they made this character a woman because it just it feels very equalizing to have a legitimate good yeah. bad guy right. who's a woman. We've
2: we've had enough it. like, you know, equal baddies who are men.
1: Yeah, totally,
0: totally. Marie Marshall plays Kelsey and she just, I mean, they they cast they cast that so, so, so well. Um, so let's jump in. So the Enterprise is docked at this array. And as we've seen with Arrays, Charisse, we see it and we're like, yeah, that's an Array. <laughs> like We've yep, seen like 10 array. different, that's yes, a- the Remler mm-hmm. Array. I was like, that's the most Array Array I've ever seen in my life. And this is totally, <laughs> and I was like, I feel like I like the first Array more, but this looks like an Array too. That's cool. I did so like that first Array the Enterprise, a lot. It's, the Enterprise is just kind of like sandwiched horizontally, like, um, like among these two big like floating platforms kind of mm-hmm. in space which is really cool yeah. and the enterprise crew has to evacuate star. yeah has to evacuate the ship in order for the enterprise to undergo this like particle sweep to remove accumulated baryon particles which are toxic
1: and like which an i epic- love how
2: we all just accepted like i've Absolutely. never heard of such We're a like, thing mm-hmm. before i'm like well That's obviously a baryon. this That's would a baryon be necessary particle. of
1: course it, yeah it tracked for me <laughs> i was like yep Sure mm-hmm. do. That. I'm like, that.
2: like, why? They've been in space a long time. This is necessary, of course.
1: Yeah, no, you need to like <laughs> clean up
0: your like warp stuff or whatever. And I was like, cool, cool, cool. You know what? This this scene was re- I really loved it because there are announcements going on all over the PA. People hmm. are all in the hallways, hustling, bustling. It's all hands on deck. It's super cool. Also, the computer voice is not Major Barrett, and this beginning part. So it's like, you know, it's like people are like, other people are using the comm system being like, Transporter 2 is down, reroute to all, whatever, whatever, right? It's super cool. It feels like what season one would have looked like if it was done with the polish of season yes. six. Yes,
1: yes, you're right. Yeah, because you you've know? got the hustle muscle, which we usually don't see. We see two people walking in a hallway, yeah. having a conversation, one ends and passes them. Like, usually yes. that's what we see because we don't want distracting People in the corridors, but this you've got like totally just people. There's just so much activity. But what, what's great about it is we have seen this before in the show, but usually if there's this much activity, it's because there's a board cube or something. Yeah. But here yeah, there's it's a like lot all of activity, hands on deck, and everyone's just wrapping things up to leave. So it is frenetic, but it's not fear based. It's not anxiety based. It's just more like, okay, we got this, we got this. All right, everybody have everything. It's just a really cool slice of life, which we always love seeing on the show. So yeah. we've got that going on, and Picard's going through the hallways, and every two steps he gets someone calls him and says captain and they need his information about some authorization his... on something yeah
0: right he's
2: so put upon in this beginning scene like mm-hmm. he can't take two steps without somebody being like is this nail polish color working for you what do you <laughs> think i don't know
1: yeah should i do blue or should i do green or should i do a blue green <laughs> And he's <laughs> yeah. like, let's do the blue green yeah. Let's do blue green. Inside. Moving on. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But this, but I also love seeing him because he's he's pretty
0: unflappable. And mm-hmm. so that he is very unflapped, right? By like all of these requests. He's just like very efficient <laughs> and he shows why he's the captain and why he's so good at his job. Because He has answers for everything. And I don't know anything about the technology they're talking about, but they're like, Captain, the the secondary containment cargo, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, hmm, let's reroute and repurpose this thing for that thing for tissue samples.
2: Right. She had like live tissue samples that wouldn't survive. And he's Mm -hmm. like, oh, Mm -hmm. we have this stasis thing and we'll just turn it it into that. Yeah. Amazing.
1: And Jordy will help you. And it's like, thanks, Captain. I mean, that was a genius idea. Right.
2: She and although one wonders, I'm like, really? You couldn't have come up with that by yourself, Beverly? Because this seems to be like your bailiwick.
1: This but... seems this seems like a you problem, Beverly. Yeah. I'll be in turbo lift three. <laughs> I think, I think that
0: would need be to great? Say was
1: like Sounds
2: like a personal problem, Bev. See you later.
1: <laughs> yeah, she really like normally she would have been the one to come up with that solution and just been like, hey. Captain, this is what's going on. Can I convert this thing? And he would have been like, approved.
2: right, right, for sure.
1: Um, but in any case, we get to see him just being such a master. And I have had days exactly so like, like I'm not a, I'm not a parent, but I was a teacher. And I've had many days like this, walking through a classroom or hallways or whatever. And it's just like, yeah. Miss Sharice, Miss Sharice, Miss Sharice, Miss Sharice. And you're like, yes, no, band aids are in the left grab a pin, three o'clock, it's not time yet. You know, it's just like, you know, and you just sit down like, yeah. I'm going to make some tea, you know? So and
0: Shalise he... really does sound like that when she talks to kids. Yes, no, put that down, put it in. Yeah, take that out of your mouth, three o'clock. I haven't spoken to your mom yet, but I will.
1: You know me so well.
0: You, you've you clearly been
1: in my classrooms. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I don't know why they didn't have fun.
0: <laughs>
2: um, I don't know why. I don't know why,
1: it was amazing. <laughs> so then he gets into the turbo lift and you can tell he's like a little you know, like a lot's going on, but he's not like, yeah, he's unflapped. He's still like, okay, you know, just moving on. And he's in there with Data and it's, it feels like, an, it feels awkward. Like somehow they managed to really get across that feeling because yeah. they're both standing next to each other. And it's just like, how are you? Fine. You know, and Data starts asking him these just weird questions. Like, it, you know, the, the colony seems very close, doesn't it? You know, and Picard's like, yes, it does. And he just <laughs> <keep> talk, he, <laughs> he just, literally, and he literally talks about the weather.
0: Where it's yes. like nice weather we're having. It's like first of all we're on a fucking spaceship, so we're not having any kind of weather at all. No, but,
2: about what this, time is about it? Down you the, want to in, talk about the weather <laughs>
1: in the uh, like in the Aurelian like space station or like station yeah. on the planet or whatever? He's mm-hmm. like, I hear their temperature control is quite lovely or whatever. So he's talking about the weather for the space station, and Picard's like, Data, what, what, what's going like, on? What, what are
2: you doing? On?
1: And he's like, <laughs> Oh, I've happening? noticed. I've noticed that humans fill empty spaces with non-relevant information. <laughs> Picard's like, it's small the most odd. data thing to say. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like non-relevant. <laughs> You're right. Like, that's exactly right. it. And he's like, small talk. He's like, yes, precisely. So I've created a subroutine to teach myself small talk. And Picard's just like, and he's like, how did I do? And Picard's like, I uh, think it was a little too non-relevant. It was a um, a little
0: bit too small.
1: (laughs) Yeah, your small talk
0: was a little too small. A little too small. We're going to need to upsize it a bit. Yeah, and he's like, if you want to work on your small talk, you should really keep an eye on Commander Hutchinson at the reception we're all going to today. The man is a master. And man, I feel bad because everybody's like, God damn, I got to talk to Hutchinson. And I was like, I think Hutchinson is a perfectly lovely
1: person, which leads me to believe that I'm the Hutch for our (laughs) You're that guy. What's wrong with be Hutch? Be like, I don't see anything he did wrong at <laughs> any point in this entire I mean, reception. He's a perfectly lovely, <laughs> amiable, gregarious kind of
0: person who just <laughs> likes to share a small stories. But I remember a comedian saying at one point, like. Everybody at your workplace has that one person they fucking hate. And if you don't have anybody you have fucking hate at your job, you're the person the everybody person. hates. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> am I the hutch? I think I'm the hutch. Maybe what? I am the drama. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't, I mean, don't,
2: I don't hate anybody at my workplace. So I okay. feel like maybe that's,
1: maybe that's you know, a harsh what truth hate... I'm going to have
2: to come to tr- come to deal with. That's what about hard. when you
1: hate everybody at your workplace? Does that? What oh, the say about well, that? then, oh that's normal then, That's just being i think a normal you're person.
2: also probably hutch in that <laughs>
1: yeah i agree you're, <laughs> just not as, you're just not as personable so right. yeah you're like so, evil. your
2: mirror but, universe hutch <laughs> yeah.
1: so then um picard gets off the turbo lift and so we're already kind of this is planted in our head like hutchinson is going to be like some master of small talk so yeah. they get off the turbo lift and immediately Worf and geordie start talking to picard at the exact same time which by the way also happened to me as a teacher. Like my first, oh, yeah. I think, week teaching, two kids came up to me and started both telling me a different story about a different thing in their lives <laughs> at the exact same moment, and neither wanted to give way to the other, and they went for like a solid five minutes. And I was just looking at them back and forth <laughs> and back and forth, you're And like, back and you're forth. Like, what tea, are you expecting for? I didn't here. know what to even do, and it was, it was another teacher who came in and was like, "Hey guys, do you think Miss Charisse can hear either of you right now?" And they were like, "I don't know." It's like because you're you're both <laughs> right. talking, and they were like, "Yeah." Yeah. yeah you I, I tell I, te- I tell my students all the time, like
0: I have many superpowers, and one of them is not hearing multiple people talking at the same time. Like <laughs> I can't hear what any of you are saying. So take a breath, take a pause. One person tell me what you need to say, and then the next person. Yeah. So I no, I, I get I, that. I just
2: hand out post-its at the beginning of every class. to be like, leave it on my desk, write it down. <laughs> I'll get to it in the order it was received. <laughs>
1: Within 24 business hours. Yeah, yeah seriously, <laughs> seriously. So anyways, they're talking. They they both have things that they need to say. And he's like, okay, we're going to you know turn off the security lockouts in like 30 minutes because we need 20 mm-hmm. more minutes to install such and such to protect our computer systems. Like, all right, I've taken off my code, whatever. So we're all good. And he goes to like walk into his ready room. And then Worf is like, Captain. And he's like, oh my gosh. And so he turns what? around and he's like, yes. And then Worf is like, can I be excused from the reception down and like he says it with so much like vehement disgust yeah (laughs) and then Picard's like yes you may and I wish I could excuse myself and Geordi overhears it and he's like oh captain wait wait can I maybe he's like no Mr. LaForge if I excuse everyone, like we no all one will, be yeah. right, will be there, right. so like, nobody will be there. So I can't excuse the room. whole
2: ship. Jordy, quit it.
1: Yeah, that was that. That's the first part that I laughed out loud was right there <laughs> when he was like, "No, Mister Wharf got there first. He beat you to it." And he just and turns Worf around. kind of turns and goes, <laughs> and "Yeah, he like, smiles. <laughs> he totally smiles. Like I did get there That's first. Great.
2: Worf is such a sneaky comedian throughout the entire series. <laughs> like he has some of the most like amazing comedic lines, but he's such a straight man, right? He yeah. just delivers them in such a way that it's like, was that a joke? And I, fi- I, I forget which character's like I can never tell when he's joking. <laughs>
0: Which is perfect because Klingons don't kid, you know, right. <laughs> according to Worf, according to Worf. But are, do you notice when Picard goes into his ready room, he's packing up a few like work documents. And by documents, I mean, these really cool pieces of like Mylar sheeting or something with like colors in there. I don't know, something some like resin tablets. And they're all like cool Overhead colored.
2: transparencies.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> bringing us way back to our childhood. But he packs up a few docs and like... Um, mr orton who's like one of the staff members you know of like i think he's like hutch's like personal assistant or whatever yeah, he's like, right like okay so we're getting yeah we're getting ready to meet you guys in like 20 minutes or whatever and you know picard's like sure 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 and he throws the little plastic sheets into like this little like hard case that folds up into like a like a like a polygon shape did you notice i was like a little briefcase i didn't notice and any of this
1: uh, yeah i don't this. remember what? this. I oh just, my gosh. all I remember it is him, it's maybe I so looked away, all great. I remember is him looking at his laptop and being like, yes, yes, the reception starts in an no. hour. Got it. He, he like t-
0: packs some work stuff because, you know, Picard doesn't do downtime apparently and like kind of closes it and it folds up like the hard case folds. Okay. I'm going to show my math side. It folds up like a parallelogram, like Ooh. a hard case parallelogram with a built-in handle. And I was like, This is why I love Star Trek so much because it keeps world building. Like we've never seen a case like that. If anything, we've seen those like cylinder purses or whatever that they have. Right, but don't you think that like the majority
2: of Star Trek luggage is like cumbersome and un, un
0: unwieldy unwieldy totally. thank
2: you yeah. non-ergonomic Non-ergo- i'm like uh, really this we're in the future and that's the duffel bag well you
1: know you i used. feel like when when it's Wesley went out cylinder when right wesley right like, off,
2: like oh yeah that'll fit anywhere right in the overhead <laughs> compartment
1: <laughs> when wesley went off that first time to take his test to enter into starfleet he'd even take a bag because I feel, and so I feel just like straight right, up you don't transport that it at all. Because you right, just why would you? Because the stuff that you need,
2: yeah, is where you just you, replicate clothes Where you're yeah. going, and then just right.
1: recycle it. Anyways,
0: like, any do you case, have a
2: favorite sweater? In that, I don't. know. I mean,
0: Wesley does in seasons one and two for <laughs> right, sure, obviously. <laughs> and yeah, they're all ugly. <laughs> Those but, are I don't know. Yeah. Those
2: are also my favorite sweaters. I love. Them. <laughs> <laughs> If anybody knits, I will have those sweaters. Please make them for me.
1: And, well, the other the thing I did notice was in that close-up of um Orton, we see the Arcarian makeup, and I was obsessed. I mm-hmm. love this alien look. Like it is so cool. Like it's so and it looks really great. Even in our high def, it still looks mm-hmm. really yeah. great. So again, a huge difference from season one to, to now is like they're not halfwaying doing things to say, oh, it's good enough for the camera. They're making it look good in person. Mm-hmm. so it's always mm-hmm. going to look good no matter what angle you see this from which I just think is like really really impressive so anyways everything's all settled Picard walks back out and in the two seconds it took him to have this conversation the bridge is cleared out and it was actually a really sad scene for me it just something about it felt really lonely it felt peaceful but it also yes. felt like There's no lights. There's no beepy sounds. There's no random incense coming to take your place when you stand up. And you don't hear Mm -hmm. ship
0: sounds like the hum, right? Yeah. Not only. So first of all, he was actually in the Like I timed it. Like I just went by timestamp because I was like, that was the shortest conversation because when he went into his ready room, there were like 25 people bustling around. Everybody Mm -hmm. had requests for him. Lights Mm -hmm. are going off. Things are going off, whatever, whatever. And then within it was 30 seconds that he was in the room. He comes out and everybody's gone. And not just that, but all of the panels are blacked out. Like everything Mm -hmm. is powered.
1: Everything's off. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I love how he just takes a minute to kind of embrace that and be like, this is, it's a good ship and he loves her with all his heart. And this is why I think Picard is everything. He even like touches the tactical panel and he's like, you know, because how often do you get to see the bridge that quiet and Mm -hmm. vacant? Like, I love it. I
1: love A it. A
2: very touching moment.
1: And again, it really this is. wasn't, this wasn't wasted. Like, it seems like, oh, he's just like walking around the bridge. Not Sentimental. Yeah. But it wasn't wasted because it shows this connection that he has to the ship and what it means mm-hmm. to him and the crew. And there's so much more. And then as he's getting on the turbo lift, all these people start coming onto the bridge, carrying yeah. all this luggage yeah. and devices and stuff like that. And he looks kind of like, what? What's yeah. going on? Like, oh, okay. So even that was like, um, there's a little second when Tim Russ walks in, which is Commander Tuvok in Voyager. Tuvok! I just so called him Tuvok the whole time. I did. I did as well. Um, <laughs> I, was like, so he- <laughs> I was like, so Tuvok gets knocked out. So he yeah. has a name right. on the show. I forget what his name is on the show. Yeah, Let's just know. call him Tuvok. So Tuvok walks in. And I was like, oh my gosh, I forgot. This is the one where Tuvok was in it. So yes. I was like, even more excited. Okay. So now we're at the reception and I'm like, waiting for Hutchinson oh, to do his thing. It's because it's
0: so good. It's I love so the data, good.
1: like, making his faces in the background. So he comes up and talks to Beverly, and Beverly's just like, you could, I don't know, she's so uncomfortable. She just does Everybody's,
0: this- like, dreading this conversation with this man that most of them have never even met.
1: Right we or like Riker a times
0: his reputation precedes his yes. reputation. one hundred percent. Well, when he talks to Riker, sorry, I totally
1: cut you off. I'm sorry. He goes to talk to Riker, no, like, and yeah, he's he like, "You must Beverly be." And then immediately goes to talk to Riker. Yeah, where like, he's
0: like, two "You later. must be the com- the first, you know, the first officer commander of, of like, the or flagship, the first officer, yeah. yeah, of the flagship." And and he kind of does this glad handing sort of jostling as it is. He keeps kind of being like, "You scamp," you know, the little. puck. <laughs> You know, and Riker is over here trying to drink his wine from his very awkward wine glass. Mm
1: -hmm. And, like,
0: he's getting, like,
1: smacked on the back. It's, like, Vegas-length glass. It's, like, from his knees to his chin. (laughs) Giant (laughs) glasses at this reception. (laughs) The only
2: thing missing is, like, a preposterous curly straw. Right, Right,
1: which would make it easier to drink this freaking drink, especially when someone's hitting you on the back. But they don't have I was, he was, I mean, I feel like
0: Hutch was one second away from, like, from like locker room snapping him with his wet towel, <laughs> like Hutch, you're going in a little hard. So everybody's already exhausted by Hutch, and I'm like, Hutch is just trying to be super pleasant. Like he he's really just a is sweetheart. Trying.
1: And then Picard walks in, and he's like, "Oh, Picard," and he leaves Riker, and Riker and Beverly go to like they're take like, a what breath. What the fuck was that? Yeah, yeah. they're like. And then Data walks over and gives Riker the same big giant handshake that Hutch gave, and was like, "He's Hello. like Riker, you old scam." Yeah, and he <laughs> starts he starts imitating like exactly the way Hutch was his mannerisms but his content of his conversation is still very data like it's still like the numbers and the facts. And it's the still about weather. Yeah. Yeah. He says something about like the weather being like the right temperature, but he says, Did you know that most alien species prefer to keep a temperature near their body temperature? Yeah. For example, the shellyac. <laughs> right. And I was like, Oh, snap. We got to throw back to the shellyac. Hey, I heard that.
0: I was like, Hey, the shellyac. Yeah. The shellyac and their comforter asses are back. I mean, they're giant. A black comforter. We all played that game as a kid. Either we were bored or cold or both. And we put the comfort over a whole body and, and just came, walked around like a little money. Yeah. The Shellyak put me in a crystal like stage, and I'm the Shellyak. Yeah. So,
1: so Data and Riker. I mean, so Riker and Beverly are cracking up at Data because they think he's doing a parody of Hutch because he's so like imitating everything. He's so spot on. Yeah. But the funny thing is, he's not trying to be funny. When he's not trying to be funny, that's when he's actually funny, right? When he's trying to be funny, it's a disaster. But here, he's not trying to be funny. He's really trying to small talk, and they're just like cracking up at all of his like crazy nonsense. And Picard is like, I think Picard was in that conversation for a good 10 seconds before he was like, Oh, have you met somebody else for crying out loud? <laughs> <laughs> like, like anybody? I opened my eyes. Please I saw Troy and them. Jordy. Let's talk to them. <laughs> well, and Mr. Orton, Mr. Orton is like,
0: I'm going to be way the fuck over here in the corner. Cause like I work for this guy. I, I don't have to do this. Like on my downtime. Now the conference. No. So Hutch does say like, are you by me? T- First of all, like apropos of nothing is like are you into ornithology which is a study of birds and like data and Jordy are like i i, yeah, I mean try, i don't want to say try, no yeah. and be-
1: Sorry, i yeah. like, yeah. hate um,
3: birds
0: like <laughs> i mean i don't uh, actively go out of my way to harm them but like i
1: don't uh, like i don't know and if i so into that- ornithology i didn't know what that word meant i was like huh
0: is that yeah, birds. Yeah, it's <laughs> birds. I think so. He was like, "Oh, the the mating dance of the so and so, whatever kind of bird." If it was, a if the weather was better, we could take. Yeah, like if the weather was good, we could take horses out to go look at it. Which you know, <sighs> Jordy and Troy are like, "Thank God the weather is shitty because we'd be stuck on like a four-hour horse track <laughs> Look at these birds; they don't give a shit about. Yeah, <laughs> and so that's what Picard's like. Horses, horses. This is my out right here. This is my
1: out. I didn't even know where that came from. Like, the conversation was so nonsensical that I heard blah, 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 horses. horses. I'm going to go get my saddle. And I was like, right. where did horses come from? Like, How I totally it? missed the conversation. It uh, just was like, I'm going to go get my saddle. And everyone So was it like... turns out even TV viewers tune out Hutch. <laughs> <laughs> just saying he's unbearable. Something, something, horses. And then Picard's like, I'm going to go get my saddle. And Troy Jordan, you're like. You keep a saddle on the Enterprise. Well, yeah, because I never know when I might get the chance to go riding. On the Enterprise, you like, will never get that chance unless yeah. you're in or, the, holodeck, like the holodeck where deck, you would just yeah. you would just have a holographic saddle. Like
2: Well, but every serious horseman.
1: Thank you. Has I was his waiting own for the line. Saddle. I was waiting for the line.
0: I love that that was a common thread that got pulled from time to time. And like, even at the end, it felt like a very 80s, 90s TV show where like at the end of the episode, they're like, everyone who's anyone in horseback riding has their own saddle. Everybody Obviously. knows that, right? Yeah. And, then like, and then you get <laughs> the like, like laugh where everybody jumps in the air and high fives. And it's a like the G.I. Joe, right? Yeah. Frame, smile, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, it's great. I love that. I love when Picard is like, horses? There's a horse trail. I mean, and Hutch is like, yeah, but the weather's no good. So it'd be like really like muddy, muddy and, and soggy. And yeah. And like cold no out, out there. Yeah. And
1: Picard's like, no one? Oh. Perfect. I got to go back Sounds to the ship. Sounds amazing. My yeah, like, Jordy, Jordy, how, many, how much time do I have time to go get my saddle? He's like, "Um, yeah, you got like 20 minutes. Per- 20 minutes. Perfect. Perfect. Yep. Bye, everybody. Can... Gotta In and get out. The... Perfect time, perfect time for a shower, shampoo, and shine
0: and get out of here with my saddle and my outfit change. And I love that Troy's like, your saddle.
1: Uh-huh. Versus,
0: okay. And I love that Troy conveys so much in her face where she's like, mm-hmm. I see you. Okay. Right. I right. know you're, you're completely your ride,
2: full like, of shit. And yeah. you're about to go up to the Enterprise and replicate a saddle. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and a kick-ass outfit. Now, I want to talk about his outfit. I love this look so much on... On Picard and I love I mean Patrick Stewart really fills that outfit out beautifully (laughs) Not not to objectify him as a human being too much but like he looks so gorgeous in this outfit he's back on the Enterprise he grabs his saddle and I said that in air quotes and he was walking out okay top to bottom he's wearing a like velvet Merlot jacket that's open And beneath that is like a dark emerald green, like silk V-neck kind of blousey shirt, and then dark gray velvet riding pants and black knee-high boots. And I'm like, holy shit, you look so good yeah and they do such a costuming. great costuming
1: it looked amazing
0: like the color palette was so good it was like these like gem tones with these dark kind of grays and black and he like kind of blended with the ship but like it's you know his after hours look you know so i wrote i think on instagram i was like picard after dark it's <laughs> a whole vibe i was <laughs> yeah, like, like,
3: like 100
0: so
2: i feel like all of his casual wear if you will is yeah. really considered and um is like all stuff I would even wear today. Like yeah, all, it's those all outfits. like
0: layered and like right. I mean, it's like pleated. I mean, the man is single-handedly keeping the V-neck business up and running in the 24th century because <laughs> everything on him is like a deep V. There's deep V and then there's Riza deep V. Like those are
1: the like <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, right. There's
2: there's there's like sternum and navel.
1: That's yeah, v. <laughs> There's yeah, there's regular V and then there's triple X V. Exactly. So Picard's walking back with his saddle, and he's only got a few minutes. You know, he's like eight minutes away from Barry on sweep at this yeah. point, so he's hustling back to which the. Which is lethal, yeah. To, right, which right. is lethal. So he's hustling back to the um to the transporter pad, and he sees this like panel open in this junction box, and it's super suspicious. And there's like wires and crap hanging out, and he's like, mm-hmm. "What's going on? You know, like why would this be left open?" So he's as he's puzzling, Tuvok comes out of the shadows and is like, "Who are you? What are you doing here? Yeah, what are you doing?" And here? it's like, "Um, that's my question for you, pal." So he goes, like, uh, this is my ship. Exactly. Yeah. He, what are right. you doing? He goes, exactly. well, this junction box was open. And I I just was wondering. And Tuvok's just like, oh, yes, this maintenance needed to happen before the sweep because of blah, blah, blah. And gives him some BS. And Picard, like, immediately knows it's all a lie. And he goes, okay, got it. All right, I'm out of here. And he Have just a good walks day. away because he sees this really menacing plasma torch in Tuvok's hands. So he starts to walk away. And as soon as he gets around the corner, Tuvok's like, hey, like, on second thought, you know, yeah, I don't want to go. So then Picard turns and throws his saddle at him. And then they start fist fighting in the hallway. And I was like, "Yay, we're eight that, minutes in. It's already an action movie. I know. I love, well,
0: first of all, the amount of times that Picard launches himself off the ground and just jumps full force into somebody's body in this episode is amazing. Yeah. This is the first time. Um, <clears throat> I love that. I love that the full size and weight of a saddle Really is shown because you throw it at somebody and it really can knock them down, apparently. And I was like, Oh, this is that's big, a heavy, right?
2: yeah. I mean, that's it wasn't a western ass- saddle, it no, it was, saddle. it was an English saddle, English saddle, yes. It didn't, right. have,
0: yeah. yes. And I was like, Do I want to do a deep dive on saddles? And I was like, Nah, there's so much great <laughs> stuff going on, like it's fine, but yeah, they get into this full on fisticuffs, and he ends up doing the Vulcan pinch on Tuvok and just knocks him out and takes was off. I and I always, was like, It's wow. what I find
1: so ironic and lovely because tuvok goes on to be a vulcan in voyager right. Nine, but do you think that this is like in. what
2: got him that job
1: well no i just think he really likes trek because he was in the star trek movie like he's always mm-hmm. been a big fan of star trek he yeah. did a cameo here and they took a couple of cast members from tng into voyager because they took tuvok they took neelix he was originally a Ferengi. Yeah, and then became he yeah. like oh. They took um, they took
0: Tom Paris, but he wasn't they Tom took Paris, Tom right? Paris he
2: they was his um, he LeCarno. was Nicholas Nick yeah. Yeah, yeah, so I
1: what just a think... little
2: fox he was. And yeah, I mean, he, I mean, he grew up fine as well. But I just remember, yeah. I, and whenever like, he's Nick Locarno. and I have to look back, I'm like, yeah, I guess he was.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so I think he just, he's just a fan of the show, and he's been in it multiple times, and so he just, I don't know what. Which one of his appearances landed him on Voyager. But I'm so glad he did. Because I really, I think Tuvok adds that like sandpaper that we need in every Mm. series. But in any case, I just was like Vulcan neck pinch on the guy who's not yet a Vulcan. I don't know. I just thought it was really funny. (laughs) Yeah,
2: yeah, for sure. It totally
1: works. He passes out immediately. And you're like, man, that's effective. So he runs away. And you're like, oh, man, (laughs) Picard is in for it now. The lights yes. go off, and you're like, we're like minutes well, from a shutdown.
0: Yes. Now, like, now we get Major Barrett's computer voice that's so like, warning, you know, primary power shut down in, in one minute or in 40 seconds or in 30 Yeah. And he's like, kind of rushing around hallways to get to the transporter room. But there are a few times he like rushes out around a corner. But then the next shot, he's just like walking with purpose. And I'm like, buddy, you better pick up those feet and like move <laughs> to the transporter. Room. Also, again, why not do a site to site transport? Why? You could have. Transport it into your room, gotten dressed, got your saddle, and transported right out. But I guess without that, like he wouldn't have discovered this like ODN panel is open yeah. and like you know right, terrorism right. But a lot of that together. stuff is like
2: Wesley was using this stuff seasons ago to get yeah. from place yeah. to place yeah. on the ship instantaneously. Yes. Why do you not have this? They don't sure. ever do that. Yeah. They
1: don't ever like the only person who took advantage of the site to site was Roga Danar. And that's because uh, he was running him. for his life. So he yeah. was doing all kinds of crazy mm-hmm. stuff with the transporters, but everybody else. They yeah, go the transporter
0: like, rooms. I feel like to Lore transport. did it. Yeah, I feel like Lore did it. Once or like site to site has been dead, like or in like extreme emergencies. But well, no, that episode, part, yeah. you know,
2: with Ashley, Judd. Judd.
0: right? Yeah, oh, yeah. when they were doing,
2: uh huh, because they had to like site to site transport, right? Yeah, like, yeah, they were, mm-hmm. yeah. Like because they were being chased and they had to like oh crusher emergency transport, whatever.
1: Just normally they don't do it.
0: Yeah, and Picard, like, things are shutting down. Picard ends up getting to the transport pad and sets, like, a time delay on it, like a three-second selfie timer, and, like, runs over, and it's like...
2: Right, just in the nick of time. In
0: the nick of time, you missed it, and now you're standing in a dark transporter room with a lethal baryon sweep starting on the ship, and you're like, F, now... Everything is screwed because this is what happens when we have power outages. We run on our technology and we use it so much. It's like our crutch that we don't notice is there until it's taken away. And then you're like, like, now what do I do?
1: My thought at this moment was like, crap, he better get down to the cargo bay and hop in a, sh- or to the shuttle bay and get a shuttle. And, mm-hmm. like, take it out since he can't, like, transport or anything else. Yeah. Um. But then. Didn't even
2: occur to me. But, like, yeah, super idea. I ideal. thought of
1: that. But I was like, but without
0: primary power, you can't open the cargo bay door probably.
1: I didn't even think about any of that. I just. Oh. I, th- I had that thought. And then all the action of the episode took over. And I forgot that thought completely. Mm-hmm. And then I had that thought again right now while you were talking. And then I was like, yeah, but all the power's out. And I had then I was like. Yeah, but, you can't open the door. So, like, you could turn yeah. on the shuttle. Like, the shuttle could be powered. But, like, you can't get out of the ship without turning on at least that and part the, of the sh- ship and the shuttles don't have any weapons
0: so you can't even like fire at the cargo bay door think, and be like yeah. oh, or, like you just the cool, shuttles like, maybe the
2: have shields that will oh, see, have... you can at least
1: insulate yeah right from the
2: bear right but then we wouldn't have an episode no i don't so. think the shields <laughs> would
1: work i don't think the shield yeah. would work you need some special some special thing which we see later on the episode um And so, anyway, so Picard is trapped, and it's like, oh, crap, crap, crap. And so, at this moment, I was like, how is he going to get out? He better get to Shuttle Bay. And then we go back to the reception, and I forget completely about Picard.
0: Well well yeah because then we get like the most beautiful scene of ever and by beautiful i mean hilarious where you know data gets to try out his small talk with oh Orton, god. <laughs> and 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 like orton's like god get me the fuck out of here and riker's still trapped and orton's by,
1: like, by now there's two of them <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: right and riker's like get me out of here and he's like hutchinson have you met commander data and like Those two take off and they're off to the races and not, I mean, to be a fly on that wall, to just watch this, because as the episode goes on and like Hutch and Data are just like, you know, like they're small talking, everybody else is just watching them to be like, they're still going.
2: Right. It's like a perpetual
0: motion
1: machine machine or
2: something. Right. It just goes on and on. Like, when will it stop? Will it stop?
1: But they're both having a great time. It was perfect. See, I would have immediately
0: be like, I'll bet you 20 bucks. This can go beyond X, Y, Z time. Right. Right. Like, immediately, taking, we want to turn yeah. into some sort of bet. Like
1: let's all take bets or and make it like a drinking bar. game. Like everybody take a shot when they laugh, whenever they, but, <laughs> they will both
2: die a- here. If yeah. nobody interrupts them, <laughs> this will go on <laughs> until they expire. Well, until Hutch does data probably.
1: Yeah. yeah. He'll still be talking to his dead body though. Yeah. <laughs> right. But like, they're just going and you're just like, and again, that was hilarious. Right. And so Jordi and Riker are chatting and, and, you know, Jordy's Riker's like, what happened to Picard? And he's like, oh, he went back to get his saddle because every serious rider has a saddle and he's going to go horseback riding. So he's See, probably again, out thread. on the horse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, the thread probably- gets pulled.
0: Which each I love that each person is like saddle. And then one person in the know is like, anybody who's anybody in riding has their own saddle. <laughs> and so then now it's like two people who are saying that to two other people. And then mm-hmm. four people. So that's how it ends up. I love it. To, yeah, mm-hmm. and he's like, he's probably like long gone by now. He is, but not where they think.
1: Yeah, which again, right. which then it freaked me out because I was like, oh, yeah, Picard. Because I was yeah, so like, distracted Shit. by this conversation. But then I'm like, they all think he's fine and dandy. So they're not even thinking, like, if he's, is he still on the ship? Like right. Nobody's even
2: checking up on him. Exactly. Because he was going to
1: go from the ship to the horses. And nobody's even thinking anything. And I was like, oh, no, he's really on his own because there's no power. He can't, like, communicate with them or anything. So I'm like, oh, crap. So we go back and we see he's dragged Tuvok over to sickbay. And he uh overhears Tuvok's space walkie-talkie. And yes. um oh, his name's This DeVore.
2: Jargon is excellent.
1: His name's It DeVore. really is. Um, so he like finds his space walkie-talkie and he confiscates it. And then DeVore wakes up, you know, Tuvok wakes up and Picard's holding a phaser on him and he's just like, tell me what you're here for. What are you doing? What do you want? And he's just like, You're Starfleet, you're not gonna kill me. I'll tell you anything. And by the way, because of the baryon particles and yada yada, phasers don't work. And he was like, well, fine. And so he drops the phaser. And I was like, well, don't take his word for it, man. Like, yeah. hang on to it. But he drops the Listen, phaser. Listen, have you ever heard of pistol whipping? You don't have to fire the gun. You can still, like, smash someone yeah, with it. Like, it's, it's still usable. a weapon. Picard, have you ever heard of pistol whipping? Have you not a, beaten somebody a...
2: over the head with your phaser? What you missed <laughs> that day Starfleet? I'm not. Star this is the day
1: to try it. But yeah, so he pulls out the, the like, the plasma torch. I need a mug that says Picard. <laughs> Have, Have you ever, ever heard, heard of pistol, pistol whipping? Pistol whipping?
2: No, 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 no. Picard, do you even pistol whip, bro? <laughs> I know.
1: Do you even know how Picard to pistol whip? What oh a my bizarre God. mug. Like... <laughs> What a bizarre mug. Even if it's one of those, it's one
0: of those mugs. Get it. It's one of those mugs that would never get to go to work with me or anywhere because it would be like <laughs> offensive, I think. So it'd be like merchandise that I, I would, think purchase it would just just be to confusing. keep inside. The house. People would yeah. be like, so, so
1: what so the fuck me. does
2: that mean?
0: Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Mm. yeah. It's like it's from this one time when I made this inside joke. Well, it's a long story. That's right. Never mind. It's a very a podcast, funny joke to two
2: other people
3: on <laughs> <Yes>. earth.
1: So he pulls out like the plasma torch and he's like, Yeah, but I bet this will. You know, because mm-hmm. you were threatening threatening me with it about three right. minutes yes. ago. Mm-hmm. And Tuvok is like, Yeah, that, that's true. It does work, but you're still not going to kill me. And then Picard. Because you're Starfleet. Because you're yeah. Starfleet. So Picard hyposprays him. He passes out again. And Picard's like, Yeah, you're right. I wasn't going to kill you because I'm Starfleet. That's true. More,
0: all the more yeah. reason for us to need hyposprays. Like, I've, I have insomnia. And man, oh, what God. I wouldn't give for a hypospray to just put <sighs> me to sleep for like 10 hours? Oh my God. I was like, yet again, where's the technology? Now, Picard does over here, over the space walkie-talkie, their little comms, um, on the workers and deduces that they're meeting in main engineering. And he's like, off he goes. And so back on the planet, Data and Hutch are just, engaged in what I call the small talk Olympics, like Mm -hmm. the laughter and the random factoids and the glad handing and the like punches on the shoulder. They're just solid gold. Now we kind of spoke about this, but not in super detail. but like before when Riker was talking to Hutch, Data was like peeking out from behind a pillar and like Mm -hmm. mimicking and miming, like everything that Hutch was doing Mm -hmm. and like doing these facial expressions. So Data's on his own being like, oh, Oh. right. So it's just so silly and funny. And that's also on our Instagram up now at the TNG podcast where it's like he's just peeking out behind the pillar, like pretending to he's like hand air shaking Mm -hmm. and like all. It's just so great. So now he's practicing. Yeah, he's like doing, he's doing like the, the real run now with Hutch and they are just talking about God knows what. It's like, like everything, everything and nothing. And nothing. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's like right. They, it's the show about have nothing, like you know? the
2: same breadth of knowledge of it. Well, I mean. Yeah. Th- th- the bottom line is Hutch just knows like so much about all of this like bullshit minutia, right? And of course, <laughs> Data knows everything
3: yeah so whatever
2: Touch could bring up it's like oh well yes i do know that and did you know this about that because i know this yes too. and then it's hutch being like i did know that and did you know this about that because it's very interesting that you should say this and it just it's.
0: i do i do love that hutch is saying like did you know that like arcania or whatever planet they're on is only one of four known planets at xyz and data's like i did know that but did you know it's one of seven known planets that has no atmosphere whatsoever and Hutch is like i didn't and then they're like oh. it's just so freaking funny to me it's like great. i can't i can watch that scene over and over and over again it never gets yeah. old it's,
2: it's i mean the bottom fun. line is there's just like really nothing wrong with hutch if you want to talk to him
1: right yeah which like nobody does but nobody wants it's to so talk to great him. that data happened to be running this this program because now nobody's like rolling their eyes trying to get away And now everybody's it's free become, it's become a show yeah. It's entertaining yeah. and enjoying the reception, and also kind of every once in a while looking over and be like, huh, they're still going, you know. So now, it, like everybody wins. So Jordy goes to refill his snacks, and his I, visor... I did
0: clock. I did clock that he was eating like chocolate covered espresso beans. I was like, and That's
2: straight. A what are those orange peppers? Like you cannot eat those. Like you can, <laughs> but like you can, like it's like you put like a tiny sliver and you chop it and you mix it into your guacamole you do not just pop those orange fuckers i'm telling you (laughs) that will burn your tongue right off they're like oh this looks spacey (laughs) he could have this on his little plate at the buffet i do
0: love that we broke down what's on his plate we're like he's got ghost peppers and some chocolate covered espresso beans and let me tell you those do not go (laughs) and i don't even
2: know what he's because like when he when he's on he's like he's like i'm like what are you chewing though yeah. Because I because I know you didn't put one of those orange fuckers in your mouth because I would be able to tell right now if you were chewing on that he orange, be collapsed. Draining, horrible yeah. pepper. Yeah.
1: And <laughs> earlier with Riker, he was just eating a plate of marshmallows. It was just like it was just the, the tiny little marshmallows you put in your cocoa. I was like, I want some marshmallows.
2: Uh, well, thank God but, it wasn't a peptide cake with mint icing. You know, oh at least God. that's, that's coming. Sake. Yeah,
1: that's funny. So his plate was marshmallows, chocolate covered espresso beans and ghost peppers habanero, pe- or like ghost peppers. Like, oh, I think. It, like, it I don't
0: know. I think what uh, are they called? Like the the reap? Like there's South Carolina Reaper peppers or something no, like that. That's well, I'm like literally going to Google they're, this. They're called like death peppers or some shit that's like just millions upon millions of Scoville units on that plate alone
1: mixed with chocolate with a little little something sweet yeah to bring you back to life So he notices something with his visor, which, again, his visor is so cool. Thank you, visor. And so he goes, oh, there's some, like, power emissions or something. So he goes to look down, and suddenly one of the waiters comes up and is like, sir, can I help you with something? And he's like, yeah, there's, like, this root. I can see this power fluctuation under the table. And Orton comes over, and he's like, it's nothing. It's fine. It's fine. It's a normal fluctuation, blah, 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 for the food. It's like the, the marshmallows hot. malfunctioning and the yeah. peppers we want toasted. And he goes, Oh, well, let me take a look at it because I'm an engineer. Like, he's the, this, this is, is what I do. So he's like, Oh, if there's a malfunction, I can handle it. They're like, No, no, no. We don't need your help with anything. He's like, It's not a problem. No, no, no. We don't need your help. We don't need your help. And Riker's like, What is going on? So as he goes to walk over there to be like, What's going on right now? Suddenly the other waiter's like, Orton, do it now. And they pull yeah. out these giant guns and start firing. They, they shoot Jordy, he collapses. They shoot Hutch, he collapses. And everybody's like, what the heck? We were just chilling, eating freaking marshmallows. And now you're shooting us?
2: Also, thank you
0: for shooting Hutch. But what's going on?
1: But why'd you shoot Jordy? Right? Like, and how did Hutch Why didn't you stop problem? at Hutch?
0: <laughs> thank you for killing the life of the party because we were not having this with this man. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but why did they kill Hutch and not kill Jordy? I don't know what, I mean, I don't know, but whatever. Yay, Jordy's alive.
0: I know. Thank you, and also R.I.P. Hutch. But truth be told, he died doing what he loved, talking about nothing. So, <laughs> talking
1: about nothing.
0: He did die doing what he loved, so you know yeah. you gotta respect the game you on have that. To, yeah, 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 yeah. But like, but I thought about that where I was like, what did? Why did one phaser rifle like hurt Jordy? Why was but one set kill? to kill
1: and one set to? Stun yeah, or because it was. Ass.
0: I realized. I realized because it was two different men who had the phaser rifles. Yeah. One was probably just like set to kill, and one was set to you know gravitate or whatever so i was like okay but yeah because at first i was like wait did you just get shot two different types like one phaser yeah. rifle that did that and i was like no, no no it was two so i guess one was i guess one was like trigger happy and he set it like really high but like you know hutch hutch and Jordy are both down on the enterprise we kind of jump back up to the ship
1: picard and is Data by- to make a move but they hold the gun on him yeah they're like don't
0: move you yeah. see troy
1: cowering behind a pillar which is wise because Bullets are flying she, suddenly. Yeah, like, I was like, heck? "Girl, Just get happened down!" At this reception, and now it's like the mood has changed. You know, it went from like ha 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 lighthearted. Said, "There's guns. We're hostages. What the f?" So now you're like, "What is going on with this reception?" And then boom, you're back on the ship, and you're like, "Oh yeah, Picard." This episode <laughs> does such
0: a great job of like leaving you in the peak. Yeah like suspense and then jumping to like and then the jumping other to the
2: other thing i know yeah. i'm equally yeah. as frustrated by that kind of plot yes. structure as i like, am engaged by it yes. right i'm like i don't give a shit about this other stuff
0: you were just about to do something really important yeah what? and then yeah. and then 20 seconds into your rant about how mad you are you're like oh but there You're is, like oh, wait, oh that's this right.
2: It's interesting too. Yeah,
0: I to <laughs> and then the this. cycle of abuse continues because they right. keep doing it to us <laughs> exactly. like twenty more times. But it is so engaging. It's so good. Now Picard is caught by one of the workers and brought to main engineering. And then we that's where we meet Kelsey, played by Marie Marshall, who does a brilliant job. She is so formidable, and she questions Picard. And Picard does a great job as a hostage. He's like, I'm ah. not. barber uh um his babbling was
2: second to none the fact that he like i have a a nervous rambles training behind me and one of the biggest problems i always found in my own scene work in high school which of course is very professional like when somebody's interrupting (laughs) you people stop where the script tells you to stop and it never works you have if to yes. you stop in the yes. middle of the word where the script tells you, it, 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 well, everybody can tell you were are waiting to stop there. Thank you. That a little bit. Right. It's so frustrating. That drives me And it's me very crazy. amateur, yes. which is why we have Sir Patrick Stewart, one of the most wonderful actors ever to grace stage screen. He must be protected or, at all costs. Exactly. <laughs> um, God, that cost. babbling. It was just, I was like, this is a fucking master class in acting while you're acting. Mm -hmm. Like he's already playing Picard as Picard being somebody. It was just amazing for me. It's
0: it's it's like Picard Inception. It's so great, and he's he, the move that he makes is so smart because what he's doing is he's disarming you know, mm-hmm. figuratively disarming his captors yes. into thinking Righty, that he's just this like, bumbling moron mm-hmm. that they're so like, don't have to moron, take seriously. Nothing to barber, see here. So yeah, he's a yeah, barber, yeah. He
1: doesn't even have any kind of training. He's not a threat in any way, shape, or form, basically. He, yeah, we don't and have to worry like, about him. You're a barber. Like, what are you doing here? And slash, why are you dressed like that? And he's like, well, you see, I came back for my saddle because, you know, every serious rider has to have a saddle. <laughs> and they're just like, shut up, <laughs> sit down. We don't want to hear from right. you anymore. Okay yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, I'll sit down you're like so great so clever, so yeah. great and jeffrey i'm so glad that you
0: pointed that interrupting thing out because that has been driving me crazy since i've started watching tv and movies as a kid where i was yeah. like you know you have you you cut halfway through your word waiting to be interrupted and it just comes across as disingenuous and staged and it's just Absolutely. not yeah no so I-, I love that like they're like shut up right sit well down. And i didn't know
2: where to go and then everybody was gone and so i thought and then finally they actually cut him off and that's how it should be.
0: That's how it should. Yeah. Where it's like, you get a little bit of license to be like, just ramble. And then you cut him off when you feel your character would be sick of his rambling. Right. So, so well done. So he gets to sit down and we're back to the reception. See, so now we're totally engaged and now we get ripped out of the story back to the reception at the
1: reception. Hutch's body is covered in a blanket. So it's like,
0: damn,
1: you yeah. killed Hutch. Because at first you just thought they both got shot, and of course they were stunned. And you come back, and there's a body bag, and you're like, "Oh no, what the f?" He, he just died like we're not even in a war how are you just going to kill somebody and this was like the main reception right, this isn't even Game of Thrones reception.
2: how are you just going to kill somebody like that
1: why don't you just like uh, honestly
0: because I personally think Hutch is just like a very sweet guy that I don't want to run into like too much but a really nice guy nonetheless why didn't you just stun him and having just like you know rubbing his wounds in the corner and looking sour you know it's like or have at to least, you you know much.
2: at most passed out for the duration of the episode could be revived <laughs> yeah, like, in the credits like... for God's sake <laughs>
0: well you know what? If he were just stunned, Beverly would have found some kind of hypospray somewhere to just knock him out to be like, we just need you to sleep. <laughs> right. like, 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 don't start talking, Hutch. There's just so do. much going
2: on right now, Hutch. I just I can't with I the can't, birds. I just can't stop with it right it. now. I can't
0: just, with the
1: birds. Yeah. <laughs> I can't it's better for the, all of us in the long run. Shut up about the sun. Okay. Shut <laughs> up about the sun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. very
2: humid. We get it. Shut up. So <laughs> yeah. so
1: Riker, so you know, they're all kind of like casually floating around each other and talking and they're trying to make it seem like they're just talking about nothing, but they're all trying to make a plan. And I thought to myself, um, both of these hostage situations, these hostage takers, like, you know, could really take some notes because they're letting the crew talk to each other. This is like your first mistake. You're letting them talk to each other and just walk around. And of course they're going to make plans. You guys just don't know Starfleet very well. Even, even on the ship when they're guarding Picard, it's like they take a guy off his, what he's doing to just stand in front of Picard with, like, a torch yeah. or whatever. And just, like, it was like you you didn't incapacitate him, cuff him, tie him up nothing. You just Right, just st- going to stand in front him, of him. I'm sure he's not
2: going to fight back. You just like, put him why him would he, would he do that?
1: Yeah, yeah you put you him in You put a weapon leveled
0: at him. Like, it's, it's not worth it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so I was like, well, yeah, th- this is on you when they escape. But so they're, like, you know, they're freaking out because they're, like, okay, this is a hostage situation. But they haven't made any demands. They haven't made any statements. They haven't told us anything. They haven't said anything. So what kind of situation have we have we fallen into? Um and so you know Troy is like I can tell that Orda is that Orton is stressed because it looks like they're just cool and and under control, right? They're just standing there holding their guns, not saying anything, not moving. But Troy's like no, I can sense that he's stressed. Like something has not gone to plan. Right. So we do find out um from Beverly that there's no permanent damage for Jordy. Unfortunately, Hutch is gone. But Jordy will be just fine. However, she needs desperately to get him to a hospital. So I don't really I feel like that's a mixed message. (laughs) Like he's fine. Right. How fine is he? Right. Yeah. He's fine. It's just
2: he's gonna die if I don't
1: get him him to a hospital. He's not
2: fine here. He'll be fine someplace (laughs) else.
1: (laughs) So I yeah, I feel like that was a little bit mm, not totally aligned. But in any case, um, they come up with this plan to use Jordy's visor to emit this pulse. That is going to knock everybody out. It's some kind of sonic whatever weapon. Uh,
2: I mean, with the proper calibration and reversing the polarity, <laughs>
1: if we can turn that into a replicator, that's all. If we If you need. have some sort of interface visor.
0: between the visor and the main computer, it could just fucking fly the whole ship for us, mm-hmm. and like run the hydroponics bay, and also knock everybody unconscious, and like send subspace messages. Code it like it does everything it
2: does so it very i suppose cool. the it's signal cool. that they're launching to knock everybody out has more to do with like the power supply of the visor and them being able to like force it out of the visor which is something that it's not designed to do right yeah. so like uh-huh. like they're kind of like macgyvering it though right they're it's MacGyver- not like there. that the visor does everything it's that, that they can kind of turn it into whatever they well yeah
1: yeah which is that's true And it makes me all the more want a really dope visor like that because you can MacGyver it to like cook a snack, to like send a poll, to play some music, like all the stuff. It's very, very cool.
0: He's got this dope ass visor that Mm -hmm. does a bunch of stuff. And so Mm -hmm. Beverly's like, let me MacGyver this, which, by the way, I feel like one of the requisite requirements to be an Enterprise crew member is your ability to just become MacGyver at any like, look at Worf last week in *Birthright* Part Two. Like, yeah. beep boop, beep boop. Like, with it was like a wall heater that he turned into an explosive device. And you're like, okay, <laughs> sure, sure. But to go
2: back to Sharice's point, this is precisely why Miles O'Brien becomes such an MVP in DS Nine because that oh. man can fucking do anything. Yeah,
0: he he can MacGyver. he can out MacGyver everybody. He oh. just
2: whatever it needs doing, like he will he'll he'll make that machine. If you have a fax machine that you instead need to be a 3D printer, give Miles O'Brien 20 minutes. Is all I have to say.
1: <laughs> That's another shirt I feel like I need, but
2: okay. <laughs> <laughs> also a bit niche, but yeah, I'd love yeah, to see just it. Just
1: a just a tad. So <laughs> so we go back to the ship. Um, we so now we know they have a plan. They have some mm-hmm. kind of plan to escape. So now, like some, so some we, terrorists. Yeah. So we don't feel as stressed when they go back to the ship. And Picard is sitting there and um actually before he discovered that they were doing something with trilithium resin he overheard them say something about trilithium resin and he knew exactly what that was yes. and like all the technology in this episode all of it tracks whatever they say, you're like, yes, I 100% believe it. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, of course. He hears, course makes he hears perfect trilithium sense. resin and he freaks out and you're like, uh-oh, that's bad. Whatever that is, it's bad. I
2: mean, it's not he dilithium, hears, that's trilithium. It's this trilithium is serious. and it's
1: resin. So it's, it's an- more it's, serious. It's, it's Anybody a, it's who smokes weed knows
2: up. that that resin, it is like, that's a different animal. It's just different.
0: You have a little bit of trilithium resin and the next thing you know, you wake up wearing Birkenstocks and a poncho in a gas station outside of Fresno and you have no idea how you got there and it's been six right? days. yeah, Sipping
2: on and open Pepto Bismol. Just <laughs> like
0: we my... got another Trilithium <laughs> head. Okay. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> you know how it is. So we're in Birkenstocks at <laughs> a poncho No pants. You don't know how. And the Pepto Bismol.
1: There. Everything about this is like a coco for me. <laughs> no, um, no no for no me.
0: Shade, no shade on the gas stations outside of Fresno. Okay. But you know, if <laughs> you're trying to
2: Hey you gotta up, get, get, gotta like, get <laughs> gas bin. somewhere. I know. Yeah. So
1: so Picard had uh before he we went back to the reception Picard had or maybe it's here but he like knocks the guy over who the one guard and he um oh before he knocks him over he uses this little laser torch and he sticks it in a whatever conduit and somehow it does something that causes steam to explode everywhere and you're like that's amazing and everyone's like oh my gosh what's going on And they're freaking out and there's steam everywhere and he jumps i up, thought about that i was like that must over. be like
0: a fire suppression system yeah, or something. something you know it's like because it's like, like coming through the
1: pipes yeah 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 i was yeah. like that's and cool so he knocks the guy over and then he smashes their little device that's going to protect them during the baryon sweep because they have some specialty device that's going to surround them and keep their little bubble safe so they can keep extracting the trilithium Um, so he destroys it. So he's like, we're all just as screwed. Breaks it. And then he, the, the doors start coming down and he does that Geordi, like, go, go, go. Go, Except for he tells them to all stay. And he runs to the door. Stay, stay, stay. Stay, stay, (laughs) stay. He slides under the door and like takes off across the hall, climbs up a Jeffrey's tube. And you're like, whoa, he escaped. But then the guy he knocked over gets up, runs out just before. Yeah. Yeah. Just before the doors close and knows exactly where Picard went, which how did he even see? Because there was smoke. But he's still everywhere. So annoying. he goes to the same exact place. And I thought at least he'd have a few seconds of like, maybe he'd need to listen for footprints before he, but no, he knew exactly where he went. And he went right into Jeffrey's tube. It was so ready. And again, we're back into the action movie. And you're like, oh my gosh, go, go, go. Because every time Picard's gotten away, he's gotten away for about 10 seconds and he turns around and someone and then, has right. a gunpoint. Mm-hmm. So you're like, he's finally made it. So he's going through the Jeffrey's tube. You think he's going to get away. He opens one of the doors and the baryon sweep is at the end of that Jeffrey's tube. It's, like, coming towards him. So he can't exit that way. He has, like, seven like, Aw, seconds Aw, to come up crap. with a
0: plan. Yeah. And Sattler is after him. And it's, like, dun-dun-dun-dun, like, a shot of, like, Picard crawling through the Jeffrey's tube. And then Sattler <laughs> crawling through the Jeffrey's tube. And I was, like, dang, this is a really Jeffrey's tube-heavy episode, which, like, yeah. I love a good Jeffrey's tube. And it was tube. great. The way well, that's,
2: that's why I'm here.
1: Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Jeffrey's You needed a Jeffrey. The, He's representing yeah. all of the tubes in this episode. They are yes. sponsored by Jeffrey. Yeah. Yeah and no um,
2: joke um uh, in the game that i play it's server 17 but it is the jeffrey's server um j e f f r e yeah 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 like, like
1: the spelled
0: the way of... like, like uh-huh. yeah. yeah 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 that's it's amazing. the Jefferies server yeah that well I, I picked
2: amazing. it on purpose because oh, okay. i'm very so. egotistical but yeah that's
0: <laughs> well it was like jeffrey's tube can be a very inside joke too so <laughs> oh you know what
2: and i'm like so and naive rename... and dumb i've never even thought of that <laughs> and it's just I need to send a text message. Really okay. <laughs>
1: Pardon me while I send a few text messages. Pardon me while I hop
2: onto Grinder really quick. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm going to change my handle. Change right my sandwich. Right exactly. <laughs> um. Now, Sattler, Sattler comes crawling through
0: and he does discover like Picard's really cool Merlot jacket, which I was like, no, not the Merlot velvet jacket. And he finds the jacket and he kind of crawls toward it and he's like, what is this? And when he lifts the jacket, he discovers that picard very cleverly used the laser welder to like cut a space out of the panel and like wiggle himself out but he only has two seconds to realize it because then you see the baryon sweep like like come to the door face hit him in the face and we see picard like we don't see his death but we see him going (gasps) (gasps) and then the next thing we see is picard like walking down the hallway hallway, and you hear yeah you hear sattler screaming and he's like yeah picard just pauses
1: for a second yeah. He had to keep walking. That was a which brings our body scene. count
0: this week to two so far. There, we're not even close to done yet, but so far, RIP right. Hutch and Sattler, yeah. yeah, yeah. But I well,
1: think that in that scene, even wasn't wasted, right? The scene where he hears him screaming, yeah. so we don't see him die, but we know he died. We mm-hmm. see Picard pause, so we know he's like, Oh, that sucks, but also it's like right, for death. like and then you see him keep it moving,
2: not spoils of war, but like you know, the yeah, reality like, of war, yeah, like this yeah. is, well, I, oh, I didn't it. want this to happen, yeah, I wish it didn't. But I didn't make it happen. He was yeah, here these doing were the your shit, choices. you know. But yeah, it was all over answers. him, you know. Like it's it, there is death here, and there is maybe even death at the hand of Picard. But mm-hmm. it's not anything that he would have chosen, you know. Yeah. Like it's yes. all, and it's all know that like,
0: guy. like he didn't
2: yeah, and they that make guy it too, yeah, right, right, and they make it very clear. It's like I it's all over him like i yeah, don't want to do yeah. this i have well, to and do I, it and i, and I, don't and want I to. think
0: and i think there's a way that they could have shown that exact same idea of like i didn't want to do this but i have to where you could see picard like shoving him into the baryon sweep or something right, where it's like right. more direct this guy just was in the wrong place at the wrong time and right yes, that's it more uh, subtle yeah it was a little bit more subtle yeah
1: he was he now, was curious at the wrong time like if he would have looked and then just like taken a step back but because he was looking as yeah. the sweep hit him he didn't even have time to like react. There was so, no time. There was no man, time to react. Yeah. It was, yeah, that was a like even that was not that was a wasted brutal scene. It was no, beautifully it wasn't
0: done. beautifully done. No, now we jump back to main engineering. Kelsey and Neil, who I call alter ego, Barkley, are like because he's <laughs> such a nervous little engineer. He's just like, well, I guess I I get like he's like you know like uh, like where's Waldo? And then there's yeah. like um, whoever the odd law is like the bad one. Where <laughs> I'm like, this is alter ego Barkley as a criminal, right here as a terrorist, terrorist Barkley. Um, they're right. like,
2: oh. and he's so he, he's so um, competent, right? Just as yes. competent as Barkley, but is. also so
0: nervous. Where I'm like, boo! Did you just get like caught up in the wrong crowd in high school? And, that's and like, i like, this is what too. happened. I was thinking these are like, not your he... people. Yeah,
1: these like these how not did a you even victim or something? Yeah. Like why is he with these people? But no, yeah. he's there on purpose. But. You
2: yeah, not you clearly you like with them, roomed not with somebody on like a, the summer camp or something <laughs> yeah, and you just got dragged some in. really
0: bad yeah some really bad stuff now so kelsey's like okay mott has destroyed our power diverter that was protecting us from the baryon field so plan b time we're going to take the trilithium to 10 forward it's the last place the sweep is going to hit so we'll have time and neil is like you can't just start hauling trilithium resin all over the ship do you know how unstable it is and we don't know how unstable it is but it turns out it's less unstable than Kelsey who silenced him <laughs> with a look and he's like, okay, sorry. Like, well, actually, I'll go, do
2: exactly whatever it like, is I you said I should do. I will fucking kill you. It's like, yeah. oh
0: my god. He's Louise. She's now-
2: yeah, She's very a over the badass. top. Badass.
0: Yeah, I don't want to mm-hmm. come across her. I really, really don't.
1: But well, also, spoiler inspired... alert. Yeah. <laughs>
2: so
1: <laughs> yeah, at, this moment, at this moment, we're like, okay, so trilithium mm-hmm. apparently is very, very, very it's dangerous. It's like
0: nitroglycerin.
1: Yeah. yeah. Really and then they're chit chatting, and one of them says, I don't think Mott's a barber. She <laughs> looked like the greatest line. That was another part where <laughs> I laughed out loud. Uh, I, don't, I don't think Mott's a barber. Not a barber. I found yeah. this in the Jeffries tube, but it's his like combat. And so Kelsey's putting two and two together like, ah, he's some kind of Starfleet officer. That's why yeah. he's going around, you know, is there is there any word from DeVore yet? Nope, no word yet. It's just like, He's going Although that didn't make fishy. a whole lot of sense to me either Thank because you, I Jeffrey. feel
2: like everybody on the ship probably has to have a communicator, right? Because it's like, where is so-and-so? So-and-so is not on well, the ship. Well,
1: they're using the walkie-talkies because their com badges don't work with the Baryon suite.
2: Well, right, 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 but I just mean mm-hmm. the fact that they found the com badge is what said to them, this man is not the barber because I found a com badge. Why mm. wouldn't the barber have a comm badge is oh, my yeah, question. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I get it that it's, question. you know, but it doesn't have any of the pips on it. It doesn't right. denote rank. They all look yeah. exactly the same. So I'm like, would not the barber on the show have one? Need Because comment, they would yeah. be like, mott to the
0: salon,
2: you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we need
0: you to do the gel manicure again. Yeah, like, not to get... the barbershop.
2: Yeah. Right. So I just feel that way. I'm that strange. That's a good to me. point.
0: I also took Umbridge to the scene because he didn't have a comb badge on his Superfly outfit. Yeah, way. I don't
1: know where it came from. It had to fall out of his pocket. Where the hell did it? Did you just have it Listen, in your pocket, you like it for
0: something?
2: I feel no. like if I were to, because re- I did no, watch I it went this back. morning and last night, no, he didn't at all. I
1: went back because I was like, uh, false, where did like that the come green-haired from? alien, maybe in
2: his pocket or something. It
1: had to be in his pocket because he had it when he went back to the ship. Obviously, he was like, right. Yeah, yeah. He, it was and it's he unlikely clothes. that he would
2: just leave it. So why Anywhere. would he still
1: have it to go yeah. back to the ship? But where was it? It had to be in a pocket because he was not wearing it at yeah, all. But, but see, my it. question also too was, once the
0: transporter cut out, you could still come and be like, hey, the primary power was shut off the ship,
1: Like, it but can. I'm still on
0: here why i don't
1: think his, his com badge was work- i don't know i think all the technology wasn't working like the phaser wasn't working okay that's why they have their special in-group comms but i think he kidding, it I whatever. yeah but yeah no, i mean it was that it was, question at yeah. the end because he did calm the station at the end with it yeah looked like one of their things he was using but then it was like well if theirs work you could have used theirs when you first not, got you, it like from why, you why can't you just piggyback on their bluetooth
2: superior to yours right yeah, and yeah. 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 Like, get
1: me out of here but he couldn't have done that because the the or, you know, Orton and them were in on it And they were the ones monitoring the comms at the mm. station So I don't know but he didn't know that Anyways. Don't you find
2: Orton to be a little bit Less elegant than tell Orton
0: <laughs> I do And this was part of the This was <laughs> <laughs> This was part of the small talk conversation That Data was trying out He was like dry running with Orton And he was right, like get right. me out of here And Data was like well I've noticed like m- People of your species usually have hell as like an honorific and like so now you're just mr orton and orton was like i don't care what i have i will sell my soul to get out of right. this conversation Call me bob like, just get yeah, away, doesn't matter me. dr bob i don't care now now right.
2: also shout out to the Orton, uh to the orton family in new zealand good friend
0: <laughs> <laughs> um now now they're ha- like picard and kelsey are having this amazing like cat and mouse where, like, Picard is, like, dun-dun-dun-dun, like, walking around with purpose, right? And he's, like, who's got all the weapons? Worf has all the weapons. Like, let me go into his quarters. Also, I really love that magnetic thing they put on the door to manually open. I really want yeah, one of those. Oh, so oh, like a circle
1: thing. It was a circle that they had to, like, twist and push before. But yeah, now, it's, now, just, now like, it's like, a little...
0: Like a, also like a magnet,
1: tricorder, yeah. Just put the little square on. Sort of on
0: like and
2: deactivates whatever force it is that keeps the door yes. together. Yes, and I then guess. you can
0: just open it with your hands. And, and that's, that's like, such a powerful,
2: cool. like, just you know, in any movie or scene, like you know, in an elevator, or whatever. When it's somebody just like pulling totally. those doors apart, it's like, yeah, Picard, do it.
0: <laughs> totally, totally. Now, in those so pants. we're doing, we're doing. I know in those velvet riding pants. Oh, so. We're, re- we're realizing that like trilithium resin is used as an explosive. So it'll fall in the hands of terrorists. And like Picard uses the combat jet he stole off of like not Tuvok to tell Kelsey, he's like, don't be a fool. Don't move the resin. It'll destroy the whole ship. And they have this great verbal back and forth. And Picard starts fucking making some poison tipped arrows. Like it's diehard in space. Like, let's just call it what it is. It's mm-hmm. diehard in space. It's totally thinking, Die Hard in space.
1: I was thinking Home Alone, but yeah, Die Hard because yeah. <laughs> it just like, or felt so Robin Hood like... Men in Tights or kind Robin Hood Men in Tights. A lot of great movies rolled into one. Episode. Yeah. It is because you see him like preparing all these weapons that don't need any electricity to work, and he's mm-hmm. dipping right. the arrows in what looks like poison, and you're like, oh snap! He's like, like he's like milked
0: a toad or something to like right. get that. Like Worf, where Worf did the poison come from? In his, in his but movie. all Look, of this snake?
2: tracks. Like it. Like the great thing. There are so many great things about this. episode. Episode in the show in general. But Picard is somebody whose education is based in history and archaeology. And so it doesn't, it's not a stretch at all that he should be like, I know how to use these old weapons and I will make them work now. Like it makes perfect sense that he could do it.
1: You are so right. You're so right. So they, um, you know, he's like putting together all these different things and doing little explosion tests with chemicals and stuff like that. I love it. And he's listening in to the the walkie-talkie And he Mm -hmm. hears them, you know, hears Kelsey saying, okay, we're going to move the trilithium, blah, blah, blah. So he jumps on the walkie-talkie and is like, don't be a fool. It's so unstable. Like Andrea said, it's going to blow up everything. Like, I know you're heading to 10 forward um, because it's the only place you would head on the ship. It's got, you know, it's the, last the place logical it's place. Yeah. yeah. He already knows where they're going, not because we've heard them, but because he's has so such great logic. And she's just like, well, we'll kind of see who gets there first. And you see her. Oh, and earlier we didn't say this part, but earlier her little nervous Nelly buddy, Neil, Neil had made yeah. this cool little container with a strap to yes. carry around the, the trilithium. And she just like snatched it from him. Which looks nothing
2: like the, you know, the metal duffel bags they've been using
1: no No, but it does look like it does
0: look like the old school co2 containers to like to gas your water up Mm -hmm. to make it bubbly and i was like oh they just made a really big one with like a yeah, because it's got that same shape and then like the nozzle, because they like mm-hmm, fed the cool. nozzle into like the warp core, and then they're like, okay, it's got like 150 milligrams of yeah, this yeah, or yeah. whatever. Which yeah, I was like, right. cool, cool, cool. It's because my dad had one of those old, like the original soda streams from way back in the day. So you have to get the little CO2 cartridges and like mm-hmm. pop them in. But yeah, that was really cool. Now, y- something I do love because it becomes very cat and mouse, they're like, we'll see who gets there first. And as Kelsey and Neil are like taking the ladders up between de- yes! de- they open like one of the hatches to the next level, and Picard has used the shit out of that laser welder and cut
1: all the rungs of the ladder. And I was like, slice them right so... off. Yeah, where I was like, there's no way to hold. And it's that. so satisfying because he didn't need to cut all of them. He could have cut just like the ones that they could actually reach, but he cut every single. Right. He's like, rung don't even try it, one <laughs> at a time. And she's just like, we're gonna have to find another way. And Neil's like, why? What's wrong? And she's like. Shut up, Neil. Yeah. yeah. So she comes down and she's like, that wasn't very smart of you, Mott. Should I say Lieutenant Mott or Lieutenant Commander Mott? Yeah. And he's all like, he's like, she's like, we're gonna find another way. And he's like, there's only so many ways to tend forward. I know the ship inside and out. Like, yeah. It is you know, starship like, mine. Same yeah, the name there's of the like, like, episode of the episode. Yeah, yeah. Only <laughs> a handful, of, only handful of routes. I know which ones you're gonna take, which ones you're gonna try. Yeah. And she's just like, right, yeah. you know what? When I see you, it's gonna be curtains closed. <laughs> yeah. And, and he's just like you know, because she, she's like, "You're gonna be dead anyways from the Baryon sweep." And he's like, "I plan to get out the same way you're gonna get out. You obviously have a ship coming. You weren't planning to. You be You planned
0: the... this, yeah? yeah right? Going to
1: be on the. Sh- so I'm just gonna leave on the same ship that you're leaving on." And she's like, if "The ship is too small. I don't think there'll be space for you." No, she says, "The ship is very small. It can't hold both of us." And he says, "Well, then I'll send them your condolences. <laughs> yeah, right. Or I'll send you regrets. Yeah. Uh, I'll send I'll such, send a, your good line. So such a good line. You're welcome to test
2: that theory at your convenience. <laughs> he's <Yes>! got such <laughs> awesome. I mean." (laughs) responses
0: patrick stewart must have gone into the writer's room and been like give me some really good zingers like some really good one-liners and they did he got such great like
2: so i have it on good authority there's going to be these things called memes in 25 years (laughs) so i need you to give me some stuff
0: i give me some good material and make it really meaty now kelsey does show just how treacherous she can be when they're crawling around the tubes or 10th forward and kelsey is like neil once that you, once I've got the CO2 cartridge, like, you know, onto the scout ship that's coming, like, is this going to be like stable or what? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I've got the control rods. As long as you keep that, like it's stable. And she's like, good. That's all I needed to know. And then turns her gun on him and like off scene, he dies. So I'm like, now we've got another dead body. And Tuvok is long gone as well. Yeah, Cause he was been, not right. up
1: a while back. He's been
0: swept a while ago. So now we've got like a number of people at, like.
1: The body all dying. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And and so down on the planet, the hypersonic pulse is almost ready. Um, Data and, and I think it's Riker kind of like look over to the panels because like Orton and company are like lowering defensive shields and all this stuff on these like, you know, tactical panels because they're like, there's a small ship coming. Like we got to, we got to like figure something out real quick. So this pulse is almost ready. And I love that they're, they're like, okay, Data, we're all going to be knocked unconscious. How many times? Do you need data to save you from unconsciousness? I love it. It's like, we're all going to be unconscious. Right. Everybody except, except for data. you
2: is going to be totally useless. So yes.
0: team A is going to be me, Beverly, Troy, Jordy, and the dead hut. <laughs> team B, that's you, data. You're carrying the day. <laughs> Sounds
2: fair, right? Yeah,
0: Great. Yeah. We need you to carry the day. You got it? Okay. Ready to go. Let's go. Yeah. It's, it's pretty amazing. And I think that's when they do it, where they're like, okay, hey, go. And Beverly like does the hypersonic pulse and they all like grab their ears and fall over and data is like, "Mm, okay. And like goes right off to the panel and starts like beeping things. And I'm like, right on. Meanwhile, by the way, I think I forgot to write this. Riker gets into like a fist fight. Like, there's another mm-hmm. fist fight
1: in this episode yeah, with like Riker Gordon and the f- other dude. A fist fight so that they can like activate the visor before they yeah. are ready to switch it to full like power. Like a
2: distraction, right? Yeah. yeah. The
1: distraction. <laughs> it's but so in any good. case, they do it. It works. Data saves the day. It's wonderful. We're super excited. And then we're back on the ship, which is. Everybody's happy
0: deal. except Hutch. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. He's at least relaxed.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think he was always relaxed. But yeah. Right. So, so now it's just down to um, it's Kronos and Kelsey and Picard, and they're they're walking into ten forward because he was captured. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, he he shot a guy with his poison tip bow and arrow, which was dope. And then yeah, that was that away.
0: was Pommet, the green haired one. Yeah, I was over here like trying to take notes because I'm like the green haired one, the other alien, the lady alien, the <laughs> other lady alien. I was like, I need some names, I think, or something. So I had to like IMDb it to look it up. Yeah, but yeah, he he, he ends up like this was something I had forgotten about. And it's such a great scene because it shows like, the setup in his plan because he was like we all know the next logical place to go is 10 forward he's already been to 10 forward you guys and he set some booby traps up in there and
1: I was like oh my god which is why he was ready to shoot the guy in the hallway because he knew they were coming through the hallway to 10 forward yeah so as as he, was, he was ready the for this with a crossbow you're like, yeah
0: and then that's when Kiros was like okay gotcha because like they were waiting for him to wait for Pomet. yeah I was like oh my god but yeah they make it to 10 forward he's got this booby trap explosive so it looks like that sodium water reaction that's like a big explosion and gas and smoke and stuff mm-hmm. right it's really fun and so in the ensuing like chaos that's when they have this full-on fist fight now somehow kiros just sort of disappears from the scene i'm guessing well, she got she buried in the, sweat she
1: stepped on the no she stepped oh on did that the kill her yeah, well it knocked her out okay when and he walked in there was like white yeah. tape and then there was a blue tape so when he walked in he stepped over the blue tape she was right behind him she stepped on the blue tape it exploded she got knocked out so then it was just I him love and Kelsey that, I fighting. love that it was
0: just like a strip of, like, blue painter's tape on the stage, like, to demo, <laughs> like, you're, where you're, like, places on stage. It was great. It was so simple.
1: It was and awesome. so effective. Where you're like, oh, that's the, that's the blue tape is explosion place. Okay. Like, it okay, was yeah. So then she got knocked out. So of course she was baryon on swept, like, seconds later because the baryon on swoop was coming in towards them. But then they get on this full on fist fight. And I really appreciated this fist fight because I felt like they fight, fought as equals. It yes, they did. Men can't hit women, or she's just trying to scratch his face. Or Kelsey
0: grew up in the rough streets of wherever planet she's from. I was like, she <laughs> can fucking fight.
1: They, fought. she's yeah. holding Le- her it was own. A, it was a legit fight. It was a great fight. Her scene.
0: and Carter like rolling over each other. I was like, whoa,
1: this is so good, so good. And then they kind of like break apart, and she gets the upper hand, and she goes and grabs the container with the trilithium. Yeah. And then her ship is there and she beams off and she's like, I guess I'll be the one sending your regrets. And then she beams off. Bye. And then, uh, yeah. And the is like, oh, crap. So he runs to like the tippy, tippy top corner. Right. it's
2: high and as far in the corner as he can. Exactly. And he's calm
1: badging with somebody's badge. And he's like, wow. he's like to the, you know, space station. or to anybody. or to, yeah. to anybody. Cut the bear on sweep. Cut it now. Cut it immediately. Yeah, I'm still on the ship. I'm still on the ship. <laughs> yeah, it's like,
3: oh
0: my right, god. And
2: it's always we know. Something bad's happening because there's green and it's getting close. And close, green, green is, is bad. bad. Exactly. Green Is
1: bad. Yeah, it's bad. So, so the on sweep stops just mere inches from him, and everything shuts down. The power comes back on, and you hear data. And data's like, Captain, are you okay? Or whatever. Like you're on yeah. the ship, huh? You know. And he's just like, Yeah, data. I'm, I'm fine. And then he's like there's a small shuttle craft that just left orbit. Do you, you know, do you want us to like, is that okay? Or something he says. And Picard's like, yeah, they won't get very far. And he opens his hand and he's holding like the very critical regulator piece that Neil put on to make sure that this super unstable, the control rod explode. Right. The pin of the the grenade. if you Yes. Yes. He's holding the pin of the grenade in the palm of his hand. And he's like, they're not going to get very far and looks out the view screen and you see a huge explosion. So there's
2: another handful of deaths Uh, and just, but so satisfying because you don't often get like a, in in my opinion, in my experience, there isn't like often a death in Star Trek where you're like, yeah.
1: but yes. this one
2: I was like, God, she deserved that. So. <laughs> yeah, and her
1: terrorist yeah. buddies. You don't feel bad for anybody. Yeah, you know they all do, use this
2: exactly. They were all people. bad
0: people. I mean, I they, felt I felt bad enough for Neil because he was like clearly in over his dudes. head. <laughs> yeah, right. but although but now also, I have to like, wonder, I'm
2: like, were they Maquis? Maybe they
0: weren't so bad. I don't know. Yeah, who who knows? Well, for her it was all well, about she was products. an arms
1: dealer. So was, yeah, that's right, right. what it was. Well, just, that's what yes. the terrorists were that she was. Yeah, she's you.
0: like because right. she because Picard
1: was like, you're going to sell this to terrorists, and I'm like, but isn't she also a terrorist? Well, no, Picard thought he thought she was the terrorist. Yeah, she said he said you're a terrorist, you're going to blow up stuff, and she was like. No, this is just for money. This right here is commerce. It's like, that's even worse, because you don't even have a mission you're, like, doing this for. You're right, doing right. For money. You're just doing
2: it for money. You yeah, don't have any even... kind of, like, righteous cause, right? It's even worse, thing, yeah. It's, right. It's not anything they've... that means anything to you. It's a paycheck.
1: They blow up in the most satisfying explosion in Trek history. Also, yes. did you notice like Patrick Stewart did like the
0: kind of rocking? Cause you know, they shake the camera to make it look like the ship is rocking from the explosion mm. and he kind of rocks and there's like this kind of greenish glow of like the, you know, and I was like, see, again, it's just the little teeny tiny details like that that continue to mm. world build. It's a world building positive feedback loop. It just builds more world and builds more world. It's so amazing. Now, in Sick Bay, like all is well that ends well. Beverly's patching up Picard cause he's had a bunch of adventures. He's been in fisticuffs like 11 times. And Worf finds picard's saddle because remember he threw it at tuvok and then like took off right right so and it's a big ass saddle like it's not going to be missing in a clean empty carpeted hallway but apparently like somebody put it in like a maintenance locker so he finds picard's saddle and brings it to him and the running gag of anyone who's a series writer naturally has their own saddle because now troy and beverly and Riker have all heard it so they're like yeah Worf. it's very elementary school you don't know the joke somebody explains a joke to you and then you treat somebody else like an asshole for not knowing the joke. You didn't right, know 10 right. seconds ago. Right. Mm-hmm. So it was just very much that. And I was like, I love how it was. It was just so funny. Cause Warp is like, yeah, I guess like everybody's trying to be polite. There's positional power with the captain. You don't want to be like saddle. What? Like, that was just so fun.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and like the end of GI Joe, like I said, well, and now, you know, and knowing is half the battle.
1: <laughs> Freeze frame. <laughs> yeah. Stops. Yeah. <laughs> This is a great, this is a great episode.
0: The episode is over. So far, as far we know, we have eight deaths in the episode. That's the head count for today's episode. Yikes. We've got a Hutch, R.A.P., Tuvok, Sattler, Pommet, the green hair dude, Neil, mm-hmm. Kiros, Kelsey, and I'm guessing the pilot of the scout ship. Like had to have some sort of pilot. Well, and
2: maybe they're, I mean, we don't know who else. Eight might have been
0: at on least, that ship too. Right? Yeah, eight like, at yeah. least. The very least, the
1: pilot. Mm-hmm.
0: At the very least, eight deaths in this episode. It's a pretty deathy episode for being so like light and terroristy. Yes. <laughs> like
1: it's very light. <laughs> right. It's a very light-hearted it's light hearted terroristy. We had that, we had that yeah. terrorist episode in season one where Beverly was like kidnapped and then like fell in love with the. Terrorist, or he fell right. in love with her something bizarre. Yeah, and we yeah, like, yeah. We
0: and like, kept drawing could... her like a fucking yeah. creep. Yeah,
1: and we were like, this could have been a really interesting episode, but it just ended up being creepy. But it's not. Um, yeah. But this <laughs> episode, on the other hand, is so good because, and I think one one of the things that makes it so good is unlike that episode where they tried to be like, we're fighting for a reason, we're bombing little kids for an important reason. Like instead of that, where it's like a really hard sell. This is like, we don't even care about the terrorists. We don't even know what the reason is. This woman's in it for profit. And we can all understand that. We don't even Mm -hmm. need to make a backstory. Mm -hmm. We don't need to make some cause that makes it all okay. She's just greedy and ruthless. And that Mm -hmm. is more than enough reason for her to be doing all this nonsense. Like, we all believe it. We all believe it. We're like, "Mm mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think this episode did terrorism and hostage taking in a really, like, exciting, dramatic, but funny and lighthearted way. Action-packed way. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: A really sort of palatable, approachable, murdery, terrorist-y episode.
0: It's terroristy, <laughs> but like super approachable. It's yeah. It's like
1: terrorist light. It's like diet terrorist. I yes,
0: know. yes, yes. It is. Yeah. It is. It's just a bunch of iceberg lettuce. But it's like, like it brunch
2: terrorism. You wouldn't really have it for dinner.
0: You know? <laughs> yeah. Like, brunch <laughs> terrorism is the best phrase I've ever. Heard. <laughs> it's cappuccino terrorism. It's
1: like yeah. frothy, Like Stuff. yeah it's all these te- it's all these serious issues but in this package that makes it so like Super fun exciting, and, yeah, but not scary at all,
0: not yeah. scary, which real terrorism really is. ok. It's terrifying. Yeah. so ok. obviously, we have to be good people and say terrorism bad. so okay. terrorism bad. terrorism right. bad. Okay. bad bad. So final thoughts, Jeffrey, as our guest, what were your final thoughts on this episode? And you watched it twice. So,
2: I did. I watched it uh this morning and last night as well. Um so again, um I I love a good data episode and I think just like the constant journey that Data is making to become more human, you know, like with every episode is just such yeah. a pleasure to watch and and I think one of the more interesting things about Star Trek is how like often they declare that Data doesn't have emotions and can't feel certain things yeah. while at the very same time making it so clear that he has those emotions and is is feeling those things. I know he doesn't have the chip or whatever, but like <laughs> it, you can he, he feels it. I don't care. Yeah. You know, um so I really love that just just watching him develop and grow, but I also just love like this is such a wonderful ensemble cast. And this is an episode where they get to have a good time with each other. Because mm-hmm. it's like kind of them versus Hutch, right? So you get to see them kind of playing around. Not that Hutch is a terrible villain or anything like that. No, no. But, but... it's very much them being like irritated by him together. And yeah. he's on the other side of it. And I just find like their relationship as as characters and actors so charming. Because you can tell that they just really enjoy each other's company. And you can tell that those characters really just enjoy Like they would be at that reception anyway you know having drinks together having a good time yeah it's a work thing but they would totally hang out they love Mm -hmm. hanging out and so it's just like it's just a lot of fun to watch them you know having fun while they can until until people start trying to kill them
0: yeah totally
2: Uh, you know up until that point it's a lot of fun Um, it's all
0: fun and games But yeah, I just, it's
2: just, it's, it's, it's a really, it's a, it's an action packed episode that like, there is no moment of a lull, you know, it's back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And then it's over. Um, So yeah, just it's, it's just, it's a tour de force.
1: It really is. Cherise, how about you? I just wrote this episode was great in all caps. And I put, I'm adding this to my rewatch list immediately.
0: It's so fucking good.
1: Immediately. Like I wanted to watch it again, as soon as it's, was over. I want to start over at the beginning and watch it again. I did. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, you're, you're so right. Like this
0: episode wants for nothing. It has everything and there isn't a single lull. Um, and it's just absolutely. Knowing how the episode ends and knowing that, you know, the day is saved does not take away at all from, like, the Mm -hmm. urgency and suspense of watching it again. Like, I could watch it right now and still feel that sense of suspense and urgency and shock. Even And that's what I think is a marker of a really great... Story right. is that you when know, you can feel that
2: anxiety every time, even when you know it's going to be, even okay. when you know
0: it's going to be okay. Okay, and like, and I've written some, and like, I know I'm still very, very early in my writing process because I read my story and I'm like, okay, I know how it ends, so I'll be fine. like, I never stress about the details, but like, you're stressing the details here, and mm-hmm. it's it's so fun. So for me, like, I this is this is one of my all time favorite episodes. Um, you know, we joke that we have like 25 movies in our top 10 or like 25 episodes in our top 10 favorite. This is really, really one. Um, the A and B plot are separate but intertwined um we're starting Mm -hmm. to get into the portion of tng where this is a really great problem to have but the problem i'm finding is that because each scene has so much packed into it that it's hard from a note-taking perspective to like review it because like i'll watch a 20 second scene and then have to type for like 10 minutes because there's just so much has happened and The story is so freaking engaging Mm -hmm. that a 20 second watch of a scene becomes like a 60 second or five minute watch where I'll be like, oh, crap, like I haven't written any notes. Now I got to go back and do like all that work because there is just like you don't want to you don't want it to stop. It's so much fun. I really love it.
1: Yeah, this is a great one.
0: This is Jeffrey. We have so loved having you on. Where can I'm sure listeners are going to want to know more from you because you are. On socials, and you are so funny, Jeffrey. By the way, is a like sci-fi meme generating genius, and his stuff is so freaking funny. And if you're a Star Trek fan, which you've got to be to be listening to us, like you would love jeffrey stuff. Jeffrey, where can our listeners find you on like socials,
1: or even which Facebook groups do you hang out in the most?
2: Yeah, so I'm in Star Trek ship posting, which is probably the best <laughs> Star Trek Facebook group there could be. It's a really welcoming community. It's very diverse. That's That's where I post most of my memes. Uh, And I mean, you can find me on Facebook, I suppose, um, and on Instagram. Instagram's a better one. I'm definitely maybe um, on Instagram. So please do look me up on Instagram. Can
0: you spell that, by the way, for our listeners?
2: G-E-O-F-F-I-N-I-T-E-L-Y, definitely, and then maybe, M-A-Y-B-E.
0: Okay. Perfect. Well, if you guys were loving what Jeffrey was saying, as we have been, check him out. He's very, very funny. The comedy stylings have definitely maybe <laughs> well worth a visit. Um, guys, next week we are breaking down season six, episode 19 lessons. Thank you so
1: much for nerding out with us. We will see you next week. Bye. Thanks for geeking out with us. Be sure to join the crew at the TNGpodcast.com. be the first to know when we do our live shows or host events exclusively for our members. We'll see you next time.